is Jaron Randall from Humbleness Beginning, CEO, founder, and you're now rocking with the motherfucking podcast. What's up, crew members? You're now listening to a special feature interview of the MFN Podcast. I'm your host, the Thick Eye Bandit, welcoming in my dog representing the 504 straight off the West Bank, the Rise Clyde Bumba Clyde Jamaican, you know, Mr. Headquarters. What's happening, big dog? Bumba Clyde, you heard me? See, bro, another special feature interview. You know, our crew members are really loving what we've done before in the past. We've had some great guests. We had some awesome guests. Now we have another. And <laughs> this one right here is special. And I'll tell you why it's special. Not just because it's a special feature interview, but this brother is an alum of the same high school that we come from headquarters. And if they don't know <laughs> what that high school is, Mr. Headquarters, I guess I guess you need to let the world in on where in the hell we got our education from. You did. That West Jeff education. Uh-oh. That's that straight Bucks. You heard me? That West Jeff Bucks. Uh-oh. Straight out of Harvey on the West Bank. Y'all already know where it is. On the West Bank. <laughs> That's calling it gray. We don't play. You heard? <laughs> so, representing. Representing. Mr. Randall. We're in the building, man. Honored, honored be, for y'all to be able to have us, man. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. Now, now, Aaron, I'm gonna tell you, man, first and foremost, like I said before in the pre-production, uh, thank you for the opportunity. I know you you called out some time in your busy schedule. Um, to spend a few minutes with us, man. So we want to first and foremost, thank you for that. But also, like I was saying earlier, man, we want to give you a shout out for being a young black male. That's an entrepreneur. You got your head on straight. Right. You got a family behind you. You got a team. Well, you. And, it, and the sky is not the limit. The limit is beyond the sky. You dig what Amen. I'm saying? So you got everything <laughs> in, in, your, in, in your DNA to make greatness, my brother. And I hope everybody that's tuning in, watching, and whoever tuning in, listening to all of the platforms that we on right now, hey. if you want to get behind somebody, <laughs> you need to get behind this one right here because we got a real one in the building on hey. this evening. You heard me? Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that, bro. Like I said, it's an honor and pleasure to be here. I don't really do too many interviews, but I definitely had to accept the opportunity to come on this awesome platform. I've heard tremendous stuff about it. 
And, uh, you know, like I say, I'm just blessed that I'm able to be here to share my journey and my, my gift with the world and those who are tuned in. So I'm ready. Show headquarters. Where you at, baby? That's what's up, bro. Uh, like you said, again, thank you again for coming on. But, uh, you know, especially having a West Jeff alum on this show, you know, as much as we talk about West Jeff on this damn show, you know, <laughs> every episode, you know, every, <laughs> you know, whenever every episode. we always got this running joke, you know, we, we always make fun of it because, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to make fun of things, especially if it's of your own, you know, if you can't joke about yourself or amongst the people that you love, you know what I'm saying? You know, then what can you have? You know, it's going to be some boring, right. boring life. So, you know, we make light of it. You know, we always, whenever we make a mistake on the show, we always say that's that West Jeff has a vacation. So, so being able to have another West Jeff alum, you know, this is this is a theme now. You might as well just say it's a thing now. So we, half our guests probably has been our West Jeff alum. So oh, wow. we we West yeah. Bank heavy man. Not not nothing against across the river. We love the East Bank. We love right, right. Paris. <laughs> you gotta you know represent. What I'm that's our that's our that's our family over there. That's our that's our people over there. Mm-hmm. But just for the West Bank to have a platform, man. You know, just to, just just so that way we can honor and show love to those who come from the same area that we come from, that we can give back and we could promote and we could say, hey, you know what? Black people aren't a bucket of crabs. We can right, right. show each other how we can show each other love. We can promote each other. We can put each other's businesses first. And we can point that finger and connect those dots and say, hey, you need to go over here for this particular product. You need exactly. to go over here for this particular service. You need to go over here for this particular opportunity. And being able to be that 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 platform in the middle and that's doing all of that, man. You that's have love. no idea what this means to us and for the whole West Bank as a whole and for the city. You know what I'm saying? We showing people how to do business the right way across the city, across the state, across the nation and across the world, man. So hey. thank you once again for being in here. We're going to have some fun tonight, big dog. Anytime. Let's put on West Jeff Bucks. Let's go. Hey, my dog <laughs> is going down from LJS to Gretna to Terrytown to Harvard <laughs> to Ferrero to West Wego. Just don't get pulled over. All the for way real. to the Avondale. All that. You heard me? All right. <laughs> Now speaking of a hey, speaking of West Jeff again, like we said, so you know we was we graduated '03, so we know you was 2013. It's a 10-year gap, you know. So, so 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 <laughs> so take us so take us back for you. Take us back for you. How was it going through West Jeff? You know, what I'm saying growing up uh, in that time, it was very honorable experience. I was in AFGROTC, which was a great experience for me because I, I was able to kind of experience many different things, many different other kids wasn't able to. I was kind of like the outcast. Like I was kind of like the class clown, but the smart one. Like, you know, I I don't have to be necessarily in class, but when I do get in class and I do have a test, you know, I'll pass. You know, actually, one of my favorite teachers was Miss Kingsbury. I used to literally sleep all day in her class, but I always passed. And I always have phenomenal teachers. Like, you know, like I always felt like I was misunderstood. People used to be like, dang, you're too smart to say you don't do nothing. You know, and, and it's so crazy because I got a lot of stuff done. You know, I was just like the outcast, you know, and, and just it's just amazing to be able to watch, sit back and watch your growth. 
like, you know, from high school, like how you once was. Like I run into a lot of my fellow classmates. They'd be like, man, I would have never thought you would have gotten this big. You know what I mean? I'm just like, you know, wow. Cause I was always the one in school who used to be like, I ain't going to college y'all. You know, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be, get, become rich. I'm trying to not work for nobody. <laughs> and it's so crazy. Cause that's power in the tongue. And that's what happened. I never went to school. I self-taught myself. Been in business going on almost five years, man. Service almost 900 people worldwide. So it's just an honor being able to reflect back on that. Many different, many, many great moments, man, that, that I can recall being in high school, man, football games and skipping school and, you know, <laughs> leaving class early, man. <laughs> It's, it's, it's nice it's to amazing see, though. It's <laughs> nice to see things ain't changed after we left, man. <laughs> <laughs> but talk that talk, young bull. You not at all, bro. Not at all, man. I was just I was just telling one of my uh one of my partners, uh, I said, man, I said, I wonder how a class reunion would be in a few years, man. He said, Well, you probably gonna drive up that in a black car. I said, man, I said, I wouldn't want about it know I'm famous, bro. He said, they already going to know. I said, well, that's going to be a tough one right there. I don't know how I'm going to be able to sneak in the back door. Ain't no back door, man. Walking through the front, you earn it. Right, right. Just going back into your ROTC days, would you say that that was uh, instrumental and not knowing it at that time, but would you say was that instrumental in in your preparedness and the way that you carry yourself after school? Now, carrying it in your business, being the way that you had to be so disciplined during ROT from, from you know, uh, making sure you're there on time because they didn't Yeah. Know, making sure that your uniform was straight going through inspection. Man. You know, making sure that your ribbons was right, making sure that your name tag was right, making sure that you had your cover on when you was outside. Making sure them shoes was tied, huh? Hey, I mean, making sure them shoes was shined, huh? Yeah. Hey, come on now. You know yeah, man. Um, I definitely can say that ROTC has shaped me and molded me into becoming the uh the very strong mind individual that I am I always tell people that I reflect back on a lot, especially politically, what's going on in the world and just being able to be able to like what what AFGRTC, I was able to experience uh going to the mint where they made money. I was able to uh experience the Smithsonian. I was able to experience a lot of history that I would, you know, I don't think that I would have experienced, you know, now, you know. It, you know, it, it has really, really proven that you can be anything that you, you want to be. I received a lot of mo- mo- motivation from EFGR or TC. Uh, so crazy because my cousin was the wing commander, meaning he was in charge of everything. So a lot of people felt like I was privileged because he was the wing commander. And, you know, they felt like, you know, I had to, you know, have my shoes shine a certain way because I wasn't going to get graded because I was in his flight. So, you know, all that's at great memories, man, but it just, it teaches you structure, it teaches you balance, and, you know, it just really, really teaches you to be a good patriot patriot in your country and just pay it forward, you know, and do what's necessary to be able to help one another. You know, like I, like I think if I would have never taken ROTC, I think many characteristics that I do carry today, I wouldn't exemplify in the world. So I, it, it molded me to become a very strong individual, man. So I'm very grateful for it. I'm very grateful for it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's what's up. Now, also staying with the school, um, you mentioned Miss Kingsbury, and I know she was an influential teacher for you. Who's there any other teachers that helped kind of mold how you, the, the path that you kind of took? Sergeant Bush was a great <laughs> teacher. He was an ROTC. He was a great teacher. Uh, we kind of 
by the heads a lot, but uh, he was cool. Um, Miss <laughs> Clark, I, I I stayed in Miss Clark class, but mm. I never really had a class. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Um, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and I, I remember uh, Mr. Martinez. Mr. Martinez, that was, uh, he's a science teacher. I'll never forget. He, he was very uh, motivational. That was kind of like the only people that really stuck, stuck out. Because like I said, I was an outcast, man. And it does not too many teachers that gravitate toward many different kids when they see, hey, this kid is different. Uh, hey, this kid is not really like sociable like the rest of the class. Like I was one of those, like I, you know, but it's just so crazy because, you know, I look at my class and I look at people today and many people aren't doing too good. Many people are doing too good. And I'm just very blessed to be able to say like I was outcast and I am successful. Like, you know, I was the, I was the person that people cheated on <laughs> used my test to cheat on and got mad when I didn't have the right answers thinking I was supposed to know everything, you know? But I understand that. Yeah, man. Th those teachers are phenomenal, man. They deserve way more than a paycheck. Just, you know, the humanitarian humanitarianism and what they bring to the table and, you know, how they change kids' life, lives, you know? So, like I say, definitely those are the, my top picks. And if I ever make it, and I'm not even gonna say if, when I make it, I'm gonna make sure I send them a great present. That's what's up. That's what's up, y'all heard him. He said, when he makes it, <laughs> he's getting right. That's what, when. That's what I call, you know, we, we always kind of go to biblical principle from time to time. And something that's that's a biblical principle that, that's real is call those things that be not as though they were. You know what I'm saying? Meaning that whenever you speak life, life and death and the power of the tongue. So whenever you speak life, you know what I'm saying? You are, you are calling out whatever your future is. So you're setting up a foundation just by going out there and putting those things in precedent out there already. That's one advantage that I've already heard from the conversation that you've had that a lot of people need to start doing. They need to start speaking life into that to that future speak life into your gift speak life into your craft and not only just speaking life but also work that because it also says faith without works is dead, dead. you got to work that thing that you believe in and you are working it uh speaking with headquarters man he was saying that uh a few years ago you started humbleness beginnings and that's your company you are the ceo uh and founder of that company mm -hmm. i just want to ask you one thing what led you on that path towards your business what what was the thing that motivated you and what was the thing that decide that you decided to say you know what this is the avenue that i want to go in what what was that passion stoked from so that is an interesting question man and so many people want to know that so Right after high school, I, I started working for American Airlines. So I used to be a station agent. I used to load the luggage on the aircraft and we had benefits, you know, we had free flight benefits. So I used to, I was like the only one who utilized, you know, my benefits. So I, I, I've traveled all over the world. I used to always make sure my shift was covered so I could kind of leave and leave town and all that. But uh, most important, like I'm the only child and I'm a prayer warrior. So I used to always travel and literally pray. Like I'm traveling at 17 years old in first class, literally going to Hawaii. I could go to Hawaii, you know, in a day, you know, because I had the privileges. And I used to always say, Law, what is that? What is it on this earth that you want me to do? Because I know it's bigger than working for somebody. So the, the whole time I was doing it, I was traveling, I was taking pictures, but never knew that was my calling. 
until I got into it with my manager. My manager fired me because he felt like I was misusing my travel benefits because I had so many people traveling underneath my name. So I told him, I said, man, I said, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of really unhappy at this job. Anyway, I said, yeah, I could go all over the world. I said, but you know, just the scrutiny and the pressure, I said, you know, you, you as an individual speaking to my manager, put me through, I said, God got something greater for me. And so literally when he fired me, I, I prayed like the next day, I said, dang, I said, Lord, what? Cause I was, I was at a point in my life where I was stagnant. Like I had just got fired, really had no money. So I'm like, Lord, I said, dang, what is it you want me to do? He said, you was already doing it. So mm. I used, I used to just take pictures and post them. And people just started like, man, how much you charge? Where you, you know, where you located? I'm like, what are they talking about? <laughs> and until until I really understood the message that God was trying to give to me. And when I took it serious, it just blew up. I'm talking about, man, through a pandemic, my company has served, has literally just flew through the, through the roof through a pandemic when millions of businesses are suffering, man. And when I look at yeah. that now today, I say, man, God set me up four years ago. Four years ago, man, I'm literally as we speak, I'm booked up all the way up until next year. I'm talking hey. about, man, it just be so like sometimes I'd be lost for words, man, you know, because it's just like just like you say, you know, there's power in the tongue. And I tell people, man, you know, you speak life into yourself and it can happen, man. I've had plenty of many amazing jobs, man, and I've met the most rarest people to come by. And today, them people call me, they text me, they email me, they just make sure they stay connected because they see something different. And so I always tell people I follow my heart and I'm just very blessed that God let me to understand my purpose and call it early, you know, because look, look what we've gone through now, man. When I tell you, man, people be calling me left to right through a pandemic. I just always be so graceful, man, because people don't have to support you in your, your endeavors, you know, but just like you said, you got to put the work in and if you don't believe in it, nobody else will. So. That was kind of like that story, man. You know, I called the secretary of state. They literally all of them know my name because I, I used to bug them when I first got into business. <laughs> I established the company November 28th of 2016. So this year going to be number five, year number five. But it's just been a remarkable journey, man. I met so many people. I work with a lot of big people, man. I can't really say names, but I work with just so many people. And it's just so humbling, man, just to be able to work for yourself. Like today, today I secured a big contract today with a wedding. And it's just so amazing to not have the clock in a nine to five. And, you know, you're making money, sustainable money, you know, that not only, you know, is keeping you sustained, but many others, you know, outside of your family, you're able to do bless others. And that's big too, because he, you know, I'm not thinking about myself. I'm thinking about other people. And that's why God bless me. I pay my tithes every Sunday, man, and they come back tenfold. I promise you, I kid you no lie. I don't miss out on nothing. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Principles, principles. That sounds like principles to me. That sounds like sound back like to what episode, we were talking right, about brother? previously. Before was that? Sound like an episode that we didn't have. Yeah, that was episode 14 yeah. from season one. Man, you wow. shout out to this young brother right here, 25 years old. If you y'all slack. Wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, this man got wisdom and he ain't got no gray hair. That's how you thank you. Right, right. <laughs> yes, indeed, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Yeah, man. Uh, so what year was it when you first went full time on your own? When you so, finally say, hey, nine to five, get the get the hell out of here. It's time for, for HB to take off full time. Right. So to be honest, that actually happened about two weeks ago. Hello. There you go. That happened two weeks ago, man. I used to, I used to work for a pharmacy, and I just felt like the pharmacy was eating so much of my time, and I was lacking on you know certain projects. You know, I, I do 
film production, the edits, and also so just getting people their videos late. But just what's, what I'm so blessed with, man, is people's patience and understanding with me during that transitional period. Like people understood, like yeah, you know, even if you know Jared may be late with you know my video or my pictures or whatever, you know they they trust me and they value me. So it, it, you know, being late is not there ain't nothing to them. You know, but I just felt that HB needed more attention. So I had to make that decision, man. This has been the best decision I could have ever made in my life, man. I thank God every day. I thank God every day for just keeping me afloat, man. They got every day. Sometimes people call me from Switzerland, New Zealand. People just wanting to know, you know, they just want to know, you know, many different things. You know, they want to know about the company. They want to know about the artwork. And I just be so humble, like a lot of times I don't be knowing what to say because it's just like it's just bigger than me. You know, I want to give back so much, man. It's just it's just it's unbelievable, man. You know, but I just ask God to allow me to be able to get to that point, to be able to establish the resources, to be able to help communities in impactful ways that many have never seen. You know, there's a lot of people with money right now and they do nothing for the community, little or nothing. But just, you know, say words and feel the words and, you know run behind closed doors, but it's just, like I said, the mission is bigger than me, man. You know, God told me, God said, your mission is to create inevitable change on a lost generation. Mm. And from now, man, I patent that, bro, and all over the world, man, people be like, people be wanting to use that slogan. They be like, man, that slogan is so powerful because now the generations is lost. You know, it's, it, the youth is lost and they need some type of guidance and, and restoration, man. Not too many people are, are putting their time into the youth. And I just feel like it's time for, you know, people to step up, you know, and I definitely, I'm definitely ready to be one of those, you know, youth empowerment advocates to be able to help save, you know, the next generation because these kids are lost, man. And, you know, they, they're getting fed to the wolves and not even knowing it. So I'm just, I'm grateful that I'm here. <laughs> there you go, man. That's a big responsibility, you know, being yeah. able to be in the position that you're in. And also have the heart to want to go back and, and, and help the youth. Now, speaking of, uh, before we get into our next question, what part of the city are you representing? And what part of the city do you want yeah. to give a shout out to? Man, I want to give a shout out to the Lord Night Ward. That's where my whole family from. Uh -huh. uh, I'm stationed on the West Bank, though, so I can't really you know, lead a West Bank. I love the West Bank, man. The West Bank was like a new city when I moved there after Katrina. I said, I ain't never know this place exists. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, man, definitely shout out to the Lord Nine Water. Shout out to the whole city of New Orleans who do support Humbleness Beginners, man. You know, it's truly, you know, incredible. The, the love is phenomenal, man. You know, so we we, we grateful. We're appreciative. So shout out to all y'all. Shout out to y'all as the host for bringing me on this show. I'll be on this podcast, man, because you, you guys are incredible. So y'all deserve y'all flowers while y'all here. So shout out to y'all too. Oh, appreciate Absolutely, it, man. My brother. Shout out to shout out to Miss KB and, and shout out to Miss Gaines for shout for, out to the best teacher and Miss Gaines. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can't forget her. <laughs> She's gonna kill me. <laughs> Getting into photography and video. How did you work the videography in with the, also with your photography company? So uh, that's an excellent question. I love y'all questions, man. So, um, yeah, man, that came literally simultaneously underneath the brand as I did, you know, continue to service people. I see, man, video on is pretty cool. Just the way you're able to kind of get a full recap of the event, a full visual outside of pictures. I see, man. So I started getting better with it. And people are like, man, yeah, I never knew you do video. So I'm like, hey, this service is added to the itinerary. <laughs> 
And then after that, man, literally, it's just been blowing up. I've been studying. Uh, I'm actually an aspiring film producer. What I, I would like to become a film producer in like the next oh. over the next few years. So I want to start mm-hmm. shooting movies and go, I want to take everything to the big screen. So I know somebody who want to roll. Man, hey, <laughs> tell them come on. Tell them come on, man. Yeah, we definitely know some people. Uh, shout out to 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 Kyoto Piku. Um, from episode one, season one. Um, shout out to a future upcoming special feature interview. That's right. In a couple of weeks, Miss Carissa. Hey. Yep. Hey man. And 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 shout out to Kyle Brown, author Daniel, um, with with his book that just dropped, man. So we got some people who need your uh expertise, yes. my brother. This absolutely this is just Local. the beginning. No pun intended. <laughs> I'm, I'm honest, man. That's right. That's the goal, man. To keep you busy, keep you busy, and stay busy. That means that, that means business is booming. You heard me? So excellent, excellent, man. <laughs> and I'm gonna always make sure I provide a remarkable, exceptional service like no other man. And the reveals don't lie, man. The reveals definitely don't not don't lie. And word of mouth is strong. It's very powerful with yes, with the is. brand, man. And I tell people. You know, just to say it, like I do a little advertisement, man, and just the way people come at me when they want to book me, just like, because you could tell the difference between like somebody who's like serious, somebody who's not. Like I've had people like, yeah, send me an invoice and this and that. And it's like, I don't really charge really much at all compared to my industry. Like, I feel like I'm the, you know, most qualified for the most conservative price, but many people, they just want little or nothing, you know? Oh, yeah. But I give back so much, man. And, you know, like I to be telling people, it's bigger than money. Like, I don't really care about money. This is a, a God-given gift. So I'm giving you back, you know, a God gift, the gift that God gave me. So, you know, I'm blessing his kingdom, you know, kingdom work. And I always ask God to align me with people who's like-minded in his will and his gift, you know, his calling for my life, you know, because as the big I get, you know, the big I get, I'm going to, you know, encounter some very crazy people, you know. That's why I was telling you, you know, like I don't really do interviews with certain people because, you know, it just the way that the world is right now, like everybody is like, you know, doing stuff by image and I like to be authentic and I like to bring the real. And I feel like the mother effing pop motherfucking podcast deserve the real. Come on, you know, come on, talk about it, young man. Talk about it. <laughs> now just on the real, yeah, man. About, you were talking about the real and coming from the night war, just like we came from the West Bank, you know what I'm saying? And, we didn't we didn't been through a lot, you know what I'm saying? We didn't been through our wars, we didn't got the scars to prove it. Um growing up where you come where you've grown up at, we've all had the experience of things in life, and I'm pretty sure a lot of our experiences led us to the path that we are now. You have a big heart, you're talking about giving it back, giving back to your community. Now, in specific, what parts of your community would you love to see improvement and how can you and your company help those who need that particular help? Oh, excellent question. So uh, definitely some key areas that I'm considering is, uh, I was raised in a Pontchartrain Gentile area. So I definitely would like to give back and kind of help restore that area. I feel very bad for New Orleans East, just the way that they're allowing New Orleans East to just become run down. And you know, all those properties are losing value every single day, thousands of dollars. Um, they, that would be two key areas I would focus on, but just, uh, you know, the areas 
that really don't have any recreational things for the youth to do. Like, you know, the areas that the playgrounds are damaged. You know, I'll start focusing on more of those uh, low-income community areas because those kids don't really want much. And it doesn't really take much money, like I tell people, to make them happy. You know, man, you build a whole new playground, man. That's all they need. Uh, you know, you 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 know, you go build something that's recreational and useful for them to do rather than, you know, have nothing for them to do. It's a big difference. So, you know, like I said, I would just focus on, you know, reaching out to everybody and then, you know, just looking at the kind of responses that I get because I love people's feedback and input because that make the, the situation better. So, you know, I feed off the community, you know, what they need and, you know, what, what the kids want, you know, because not too many people listen to the kids either. So, you know, especially three, four years old, five years old, be outside with no shoes. I ain't about listening to them. Well, <laughs> <laughs> see, you're talking about, you know, the age difference, you know, being able to bridge that gap for yourself. I mean, I'm sure that you've been able to work with different age ranges, you know, from between 18 and, and all the way up to probably past 40. So, I mean, that's one thing that you have it at your advantage as well, too, because your business can really expound. It doesn't really have an age limit. You know what I'm saying? Right. You could be, right. you could be kids, parents bringing in their kids. They want to have, you know, it's like family portrait, you know, yeah. uh, you want to do a, a weddings private events, anything like that is endless. I mean, I've seen some of the videos, I've seen some of the pictures that you had online. So it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, I can't even think of the words. It's nice though. You got it. I, pre I appreciate <laughs> you, man. And I just, I just had one of my cousins ask, how do I deal with so many ethnicities, so many personalities? And I tell him, God, give me the spirit of discernment to understand each individual for whom they were created to be. I deal with so many people, man, and I'm just able to, to you know, just connect with people, man, just naturally. I used to be a bellman for, at the Omni Royal Orleans, literally like uh, about two years ago. I worked there for four years. And man, when I tell you, uh, you know, just being a, a bellman, enhance my customer service, understanding, you know, I'm the first person that people see when they check into hotels. So, you know, I am the, their experience. And right. so I just, a lot of things from hospitality, I implement that into the business today, you know, and I tell people, you know, I'm going to always thrive because I make people feel welcome, not because I give them a great quality, a great service, but because I make them feel important. And a lot of people in a lot of businesses are losing that touch, you know, because many people just want to, you know, they want to get the service, get the money and get in and get out. You know, but it's not really about that. It's about creating an everlasting rapport and memory with that person. Because I got I have people, literally old old people, they don't know no other photographer but me. And I just be like, how, how, <laughs> you know? And it, but but again, man, you know, it's just it makes you want to just continue every single day, man, to be able to change somebody's life. You know, whether it's some small, you know, I try to do small deeds every single day. You know, no matter if if the person homeless, uh, whether they need it or they don't need it, because God see the heart. But I just try to just do my part and be a diligent, you know, servant, you know, each and every day, man. You know, like I say, I make it, y'all make it, bro. And that's 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 my word. And my word is buying, you know, because I want to be able to see y'all platform grow. And I want to be able to see y'all get bigger than the Breakfast Club, you know? Appreciate that. Oh, man. man. <laughs> that would, appreciate that would that. be something, man. I appreciate hey. that. I appreciate that. I mean, see, that's what I'm talking about. You really live... I can really hear it in your voice. I mean, that humbleness beginnings really kind of lives through you. And the Appreciate great thing that. about it, the great thing about it is, you know what I'm saying, is that you're so young too. Because like, like you said before, a lot of people that 
you know, I mean, we call it what it is. A lot of young people are a little bit of loss in this. In this, yeah. And you're forced to learn. You're forced to learn uh, to grow up really fast in this day and age too, with the information coming in so fast. So, uh, you know, I salute to you, man. You got your head on straight. I mean, I I can't salute. Try, you I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I mean, you Try. rocking. You doing it? <laughs> hey, man, it's all it's all God's doing, man. It's all God's doing, and you know, each and every day, you know, as it get bigger, you know, I give more, you know. And like I say, I won't be able to tell y'all, man. Hey, I'm shooting a movie. I want y'all on set. I'll be able to come do some work for y'all because I'm doing a lot of investment into my equipment and quality and my production, right, as we speak now. So, you know, things are getting bigger and better, man. So I'm just I'm just I'm just grateful for any opportunity where I can connect with people, you know, in order for us to get to the next level, man. You know, because it, it the future is ours, you know, and, and we don't continue to give people the knowledge that they need, mm-hmm. you know, and the resources and the understanding. Cause you, I mean, you know, it, people going to think what they want and, you know, but at least, you know, you, you told them, at least you kind of gave them, you know, it's like, that's like, I guess, give somebody a business card and I might see it on the ground. I say, Hey, that's the loss of opportunity. At least I right. presented the opportunity to them. Now what they did with the opportunity was on them, but you know, it's not, it, right. it, it, Hey, you, you can only, you know, Make a person do so much. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. You know, right. so. So, the one thing I, I that you that you spoke about yourself and your and your clients too is that it sounds like trust. So building that trust is is, is major too, and it sounds like that's what you that's what you have based on your reviews too. People trust you, yeah. and once people trust you, man, man, the sky's the limit. Yo, let me ask you this, big bro. All right, humbleness beginning. The name. The brand, how to come about. I know you said it's, you're the CEO, you're the founder. Where the root come from? The name, humbleness beginning. So, where the actual logo comes from? It was just a sketch. Me and my uncle, when we was pondering on an idea, it was just a sketch. Uh, God gave me the H and the B. He said the H and the B. The H and the B is connected. It means unity. That's why it's connected. It, it means unity and the reef around it means humbleness, but it was really just a sketch. And it was just something that I just wanted to be peaceful, no specific meaning to it, but it just came naturally. And naturally it was just sent from God, man. It was just sent from God. Cause when my uncle did a sketch, I kind of just told him, I said, man, we're going to leave this H and B connected. That's going to be mean unity and the reef going to mean humbleness. And it just really all came together. And then one of my friends with a graphic design out, he was like, man, I said, I'm going to put the, the name that you tell them underneath the reef, I say, we're going to leave it like that. And it's so crazy because, you know, you look at Nike, Nike's just a check. And I'm like, man, I was thinking, trying to put so much into a logo. I said, man, I say, Nike. I kept thinking of Nike. God was telling me, Nike, look at Nike, look at Nike. So I said, you know what? I said, we're going to roll with this. And man, it's just been what it is ever since, man. And when I go in, in public, people be like, why, the, why is the H and the B connected? And I'll, and I'll tell them, I'll be, I'll be like, that means unity. They'll be like, wow. You know, but I tell people, like, the mission, again, is way bigger than me. This is really God sent. That sounds familiar uh, to, to talk about uh, trying to trying to come up with a brand and a, and a logo for us because we we was hitting our wall and we was hitting the wall <laughs> at the same thing. We was like, man, we didn't know what the hell we want the, the direction of the logo to look like or the brand itself. I mean, we, I think we were spitballing for maybe like at least a couple months. Bro, if I go through this phone, <laughs> if I go through this phone, look at all these pictures in here. 
the rule we're trying to put together, but at the end of the day, the most came out amazing. Hey, and it kind of the same deal. Like we we had some over the top stuff, and it was just like, yeah. nah, just, right. just be simple, and it is what it is. Bang, the MF in pocket. We it even we even took the name off originally. It had the name, and it took it off, and had something else, and decided to come uh. back to it. So I think it was the right choice. Man, it was the best choice. And it's something I'm studying right now, man. In, in, the, in the business world, when you look mm -hmm. at marketing, simplicity is key. You look at Google, oh, yeah. all those big platforms, they're simple. And just, you know, the presentation from which you guys present is just amazing to me as a creative director. You know, the logo is amazing. You know, the podcast is amazing. The content, you know, just the mission, objective, and the motive itself, you know, you guys are amazing. So y'all did the right, y'all did the right thing, man. So uh, like I say, I wouldn't be here if y'all didn't. So I'm glad you did. <laughs> we appreciate you. We, we thank you for coming on. Me personally, I just got one last question that I need to ask. <laughs> wait, before you do that, wait. All right, all right, Andy Bennett, Andy Bennett. I know that's, let's end, let's end that with the last question. Okay. okay. Last question. Cause you know what I'm gonna ask. <laughs> I know what you want to say. <laughs> So, I gotta ask. Everybody <laughs> get it. I gotta feel I'm a lose. I, I, I gotta feel I'm a lose on this one. But we don't know yet, man. Like, we don't see. know what he gonna. We don't know we what he's gonna do. Just we, we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> All right. So this my last question. Uh, so with HB, who within the family or uh, amongst you that you want to give a good shout out to, and say, hey, that that's the person. That's my ace, my rounds, the ones that actually had my back and helped me get HB to where it is today? I definitely, I'm the only child, man. I definitely want to give a shout out to my mother. My mother, man, I know she has prayed so hard over me, man. It's it's <laughs> crazy. Um, that That's a, that's a, a many, many people. I give a shout out to my girlfriend. I give a shout out to my auntie Gloria, who enacts uh, my office administrator. I give a shout out to the COO of the company, Ernest Perkins. Um, but but especially my mama, those prayers has really got me to where I'm at. My uh, you know, is I tell people, and I've had a lot of old people that tell me this. They see your mama never stopped praying for you. You know, and and I see that now because of I'm I'm I, I literally I wouldn't be here. You know, my mama was hemorrhaging when she was pregnant, so she almost lost me. So I feel like I tell people I'm a miracle child, but I'm the only child within my family to ever operate illegally you know, own business a hundred percent. So I'm the only person in my family out of two, three generations to ever own a business. So I feel like I'm definitely chosen to break that generational curse, you know, and I feel like because of my mom of prayers, so she definitely deserves a shout out, you know, now, now, man, you know, she just be like, people are going to be more deceitful. And I'm just like, yeah. I'll be telling her like, you know, I think sometimes I, you do too much, but I see why you do it because you see, you know, you see bigger and you see greater than me. And, you know, of course, you're not going to see yourself. You know, you're, you're on the outside looking in. Shout out look, to your moms, man. Shout out to mom. Real one. And look, like Real. you said, moms never stop praying. She always going to go ahead and, 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 and pray for her, pray for our son. Because, I mean, you you have, you have hold the promise. You have to, you hold the mm -hmm. gift. And she want to make sure that Amen. you're nurtured and protected and, 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 and covered by the blood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know that. I got one last question. What we got? What we got? It's what we got? Up, it's a straight up question for the city. Um, you know, being in New Orleans, you know, we famous for our food. You know, everybody got the little spot in the city mm -hmm. where they go at to go get a good po' boy. 
Otago get a good sandwich. So here on the podcast, we ask every every guest, if you had to choose one, you had to go with a shrimp on bun, or if you had to go with a hot sausage on bun, you had to choose one. Which way you going? I'm definitely choosing a shrimp on bun, man. I'm sorry. Oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. My dog. Man, hot sauce took an L tonight. We've been we've been thumping, we've been rocking. <laughs> we took an L tonight, ladies and gentlemen. No, no wrong with hot sauce, man, but it's just some of those shrimp, them gold shrimp, man. Hey, that's right. He said it right. The gold shrimp, not not nowhere from uh from the east coast or the west coast. Like right, right. He said you like them little pink plastic shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Ooh, you like them swimps. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, them sandwiches well, be the truth, man. Lap, man. Quarters you won tonight. Take your victory lap. Go ahead. Oh, hell yeah. All right. So, so first and foremost, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we want to thank our brother, Jerron Randall, for coming on here and, and, and letting the people know what it is, you know what I'm saying, that shrimp from the Gulf, you know what I'm saying, you and you come down to New Orleans, you know what I'm saying, this is for the out-of-towners now. Y'all come you know. to New Orleans, but you're going to really come down here for the shrimp pole boy or the shrimp on bun. Let's keep it 100. That's what it really is. Because you can get a shrimp anywhere, but you're going to get the best in New Orleans. 100. The best. Best city in the world, man. They got Bandy. I know you, got, I know you want to jump in there. Go ahead. Hey, listen, 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 listen. You said it right at first. You know you really are high size. I'm going to clean that up. You know I'm going to clean that up. I'm saying we already know. So look, look, look. The Bible said with two or three gathered, he is in the midst. So you just admitted in front of the Lord that don't want mine first, you dig? <laughs> now, but on the real, man, uh Jerron, uh, tell the people out there before before we roll out, man. Tell the people how they can find you. Yes. What social media sites, where can they connect with you and humbleness beginning? Most definitely, man. Uh, website, www.humblenessbeginners.com. We're on all social media platforms. Instagram, Humbleness Beginnings. Our all page, NOLA H Beginnings. We're on Twitter, NOLA H Beginnings. Uh, we're also on Facebook. <clears throat> like I said, man, you know, again, you can email us, hbeginnings at yahoo.com. Or you could, I, give my, I give out my personal cell phone because... That's just how passionate I am about what I do. And I'm always protected by the blood of Jesus, you know. So hit us up, 504-322-6116. Professional photography, professional videography. We also specialize in fine arts reproduction. So you need any canvases, acrylics, metals, anything like that done. Think about us. We're going to take well good care. You're family operated. And this is year number five. We're going to be in business. And we look forward to servicing you all in the near future. There it is. There it is. Not hurt. to mention, not to mention, he is also on Clubhouse. I'm gonna get him on Clubhouse with us eventually. Trust me, we gonna get him in. Yeah, I just, I just uh, <laughs> added, added. I just created an account like about two weeks ago, but I want to utilize them more. So definitely invite me when y'all on there. Absolutely, I'm definitely gonna invite you. We got some big things coming up on Clubhouse, so we are gonna definitely make sure you're including on that. Um, I appreciate that. And I'm going to be blessing y'all real soon, too, with some of my artwork for y'all house on me. So just be looking for that in the next couple of weeks, all right? Appreciate it. My, appreciate it, my brother. Thank you. Anytime, man. Got, appreciate that, man. 
piece of merch that we want to give to you. Yes. So we'll make sure that we make that connection. Oh, man, I appreciate that. That's all love, man. Like I said, this was a phenomenal opportunity. The interview was incredible, you know, and, you know, the people heard it first at the motherfucking podcast. They heard it first, man, you know? Oh, I got to hear you say that again. Wait, say it. You got to say that again. That That sounded perfect. (laughs) The people heard it first at the motherfucking podcast. You did. You heard it there from Humbleness Beginnings. Check him out. This has been a special feature on Jerron Randall from Humbleness Beginnings. Make sure you check us out on Linktree. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash the motherfucking pod. (laughs) Also, (laughs) also check us out on Podbean. That's the motherfucking pod dot Podbean dot com. So make sure you check us out on all those different platforms and make sure you download, download, download that motherfucker and make sure you rate this motherfucker too at rate this podcast, rate this podcast forward slash the motherfucking pod. So make sure you check us out on those platforms and hook us up and make sure you check out Jerron's episode here on those platforms and download that. It's the motherfucking pod.